0: While well, relationships are certainly tasting more sour between the East and the West, now why is Australia removing Chinese-made cameras? More in just a moment. I'm Brooke Coles. First, your ticker feed this hour. Oh, come on. Fears a second disaster is on the horizon as earthquake survivors struggle without power in freezing conditions. The death toll continues to climb those breaking developments next. The U.S. House passes a resolution as tensions escalate between China and the U.S. Ticker's a Dudo live in New York.
1: U.S. military and national security experts have confirmed that the spy balloon shot down into the Atlantic Ocean was part of a major surveillance program run by the Chinese military. I'm Veronica Dudo, live in New York, and I'll have the details coming up.
0: Trump is back. Meta restores the former president's Facebook and Instagram accounts. Now, what will he post after years of suspension? More soon
2: traps keep on my head.
0: But that doesn't mean my eyes will soon be turning red And legendary singer and composer Bird Baccaraj has passed away at the age of 94. Those tributes next.
2: Now, from our headquarters at Ticker Park to the world, this is Ticker News.
0: Hello to our viewers around the world. It's great to see you today. Brick holes with you this hour. Plenty ahead, but let's go straight to breaking news. More than 20,000 people have died after Monday's earthquake, which has devastated southern Turkey and northern Syria. Rescuers in Turkey and Syria are continuing the painstaking work of sifting through the rubble to find survivors. But many days later, that hope is fading. The WHO says there's a danger a secondary disaster could occur because without shelter, water or even electricity, many survivors could yet lose their lives. This footage right now going viral after a six-year-old was rescued he spent almost eighty hours under the rubble and called out for water. <laughs> Turkish authorities rejected criticism that the government was not doing enough. The president says the disaster was beyond what any government could prepare for. More help is on the way though. 95 countries have offered financial support and over 6,000 rescuers from 56 countries right now are working hard on the ground to support those victims. Now they're also revealing details about their journey to living in the location as Matthew Laratonda reports.
2: Looking out from under a pile of brick and concrete, Abdu'alim Muaini is weak as he waves his hand at his rescuers. He's been trapped for two days and right next to him is his wife. She hasn't made it. You can hear a member of the search and rescue team praying. Another one is telling someone, I keep telling you there's three people in there. This is the city of Hatay, Turkey, one of the hardest hit in the earthquakes. And now, several days after the disaster struck, the death toll in Syria and Turkey is almost unimaginable, near 20,000 people as of Thursday. But this many days later, the chances of finding more survivors may also be falling. Scenes like this baby and family of four rescued after 65 hours, or this dog will become more rare. And the uncertain future for the survivors is coming further to the front. The first United Nations aid convoys reached Syria, and for now, camps of tent cities and other temporary accommodations are sprouting up in both countries, but it's limited. Questions of homelessness are rising, and what happens after? Waini's story ends in tragedy. We couldn't talk to him directly, but two of his friends told us that he's originally from Syria and fled the civil war there to find love in Turkey. His wife was Turkish. His two daughters also died in the disaster, laid side by side wrapped in blankets. The UN and Turkish authorities say that between Syria and Turkey, at least 23 million people have been affected.
0: A full Congress has finally received a classified briefing about that Chinese spy balloon. Now, it does come as the U.S. military says the spy craft was part of the Chinese Communist Party's surveillance program. Tiggers U.S. correspondent Veronica Dudo joins us live from New York. Veronica, thanks for joining us today. Now, what are lawmakers saying about this classified briefing?
1: Hey there, Brett. Well, the classified briefing was broken up into two separate sessions. First, members of the United States House of Representatives received their classified briefing, and then senators were briefed on Capitol Hill. Now, lawmakers say they still have many concerned and unanswered questions. Now, this also comes on the same day that U.S. military and senior national security officials have confirmed that the spy balloon was part of a major surveillance program run by the Chinese military. Take a listen. Since we don't know the extent of the program, at least I did not receive a briefing indicating how long uh, that program's been in place, but we know one thing, uh, it, it stayed deliberately over Montana because of our facilities, nuclear uh, missile facilities that we have in Montana, and mm-hmm. then it bre- breached. this whole pattern was was designed. This was not an accident. This was not a weather balloon blown up course. This was deliberate espionage by the Chinese Communist Party. Now, the spy balloon crossed, uh, went across the United States, the continental United States from coast to coast for one solid week. Officials say it was outfitted with antennas likely capable of collecting communication and intelligence. It also had on board power, uh, solar power panels that they're saying could also help the process. Now, of course, officials are also briefing other countries because their intelligence shows that China has used balloons balloons across 40 different countries in several different continents now this comes as the U.S. Navy says that a lot of the debris is still underwater with bad weather set to roll in this weekend they're raising across uh, around the clock to try to get as much as they can from the bottom of the ocean floor right
0: Veronica Dudo thank you for all those developments Ukraine's leader Vladimir Zelensky has called on the EU leaders to provide fighter jets and arms for the war against Russia. Zelensky made the remarks at a sitting of the European Parliament in Brussels. He also pledged that Ukraine is striving to become a member of the EU.
2: First time in history, the European Union is providing military aid of such scale. And for the first time in history it is working on, I believe, positive evaluation of internal reforms in a European country that is defending itself in this total war. And while we are fighting, we are also upgrading our institutions. We are moving closer to the European Union. Ukraine will be a member of the European Union. Victorious Ukraine will be a member of the victorious European Union.
0: The Chinese Foreign Ministry is warning Australia's government against overusing the excuse of national security and abusing state power. It's all in response to Australian Defence Minister Richard Miles announcing that Chinese security cameras will be removed from Defence Department sites. China says it always encourages Chinese companies to engage in conduct that falls within the scope of market principles, international rules and even local laws. The CCP hopes Australia will provide a fair, just and non-discriminatory environment for those companies. Now an audit found 900 pieces of surveillance equipment built by Chinese firms have been installed within Australia's Defence Department. Miles says the government has no choice but to act. We're doing an
2: assessment within Defence as to where those cameras exist and um, when we've gone through that process we'll obviously remove them.
0: Okay, stay with us because we have plenty more Ticker News coming up right after this.
2: You're watching Ticker News. More news is just minutes away.